0: Today on the Dynasty Rewind, the Swifties has taken over the NFL. We place buy, sell, hold, avoid, and the Bobcats back. All that and more starting now. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Run. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. If you're watching this on YouTube, see my shirt? Go buy one. Link is in the description. You can also find Nate on Twitter or X, whatever. What's up, Nate?
1: Hey, Mike. You know, I'm excited to look at these players today, try to figure out which one of them belong with me and which one of them, um, you know, just a picture to burn. Yeah. Okay. Bob,
0: hi. Welcome <laughs> back. Let's say welcome back to our very own Bob Banduser, <laughs> director of things at the Dynasty Rewind. What's up, Bob?
2: That was beautiful, Nate. I love all of that. Um, it is going to be tough to decide which players you want to, you know, take with you or leave at the bar. Or... Might leave you seeing red. That's the mm-hmm. best I got, though. So, yes.
0: I'll tell you what. Let's just hop right into okay. it. Guys, what are we doing with the running back in Miami that is not Raheem Mostert? He changed his name. Let's try it. Of course, you got to have me start off with this. Devon Achan is what he wants to be called now. There it is. All right. So please I'll don't come it. at me or Nate or Bob. If we slip up and say, say chain, we're trying our best. This is like a 24-hour thing. <laughs> I wasn't a good dad in my first 24 hours. So just bear with me. So look, missed week one, quiet week two. A monstrous week three. I started him somewhere out of necessity. Thank you. And he was also on my bench in a couple places. But what the heck are we doing with this guy? Are we buying the talent in incoming production. Are we selling the hype, holding on, or avoiding. Let's not forget Jeff Wilson Jr. I believe he is due to come back off IR soon. The coaching staff likes him. And Savannah Ahmed was out for this game. And I don't think the Miami Dolphins are going to score 70 points every game. So, Nate, that being said, what are you doing?
1: What I'm doing is buying because you look at the situation and and if you want to try to figure out how to not be excited about Devon Achan, what, what are you saying? Okay, well, I'm really afraid of 31-year-old Raheem Mostert, who is always healthy. That's one thing you're afraid of, right? All right, you're afraid of... He's there to whisper some respect on the name. He's so scary. He's there
2: Respect on that name.
1: I love Jeff Wilson jr. But you're you're not not really scared of him. Remember this is a day two running back who, you know, was a productive sec running back who is one of the fastest running backs that we've ever seen. And has already had elite production his second game of his rookie season. We you know, we talked about before the NFL draft that the perfect landing spot for Devon A. Chan was the Miami Dolphins. And he got the dream landing spot. This is like Jonathan Taylor to the Colts. This was like the, the perfect player for the perfect scheme, the perfect opportunity. And he has enough talent to take advantage of it like we saw this past week. I am in on Devon A. Chan, you know, for a 24 first Totally willing to do that. I think you have to pay up more right now after this game, but if you wait a week or two, you probably can get him for 24 first once, um, you know, this game's a little bit behind him. You know, I do expect him to probably, you know, have a couple 15, 20 point games in the meantime. So he's not going to go down um, anytime soon, but someone is going to give you good production right now. And there's nothing stopping him from being, you know, maybe not the lead back because we don't really see the lead backs and, uh, you know, these Shanahan style systems, but, the 1A, the 1B, whichever one it is, that moving forward is very valuable for fantasy football with the NFL's best offense.
0: Nate, before we move on to Bob, can I just play a very, very brief game of would you rather with you? Go ahead. Would you rather Devon A. Chan or Tank Bigsby?
1: (laughs) So in a vacuum, I'm going to have to go with Devon A. Chan right now. Uh, That is the correct move to make. The emotional one, the sentimental one would be Tank Bigsby. But if that came into my mailbox, I would have to accept.
0: Tank Bigsby. Nine carries for 23 yards and yeah.
1: Yeah. I was excited about that.
0: Bob, let's kick it over to you. Buying, selling, holding, avoiding. Tell me what you got.
2: Nate and I had a very long discussion about this in our previous moves to make video. If you haven't checked that out yet, go do so. I have a lot of mixed feelings with Devon A-Chain. He was somebody I was looking to avoid coming into the week, and I started kind of, like Nate said and kind of alluded to, when you start looking at and trying to pull apart all of the negatives that could be involved with A-Chan, it just kind of withers away. There's an easy counterpoint to everything. Like, you know, there's just, you shouldn't worry so much. We can't be so dang picky anymore with running backs and the production we get and the production we end up getting out of them. But I'm, I would say, buy with caution. I'm not gonna go out and throw two firsts at the guy. I'm not, you know, willing to go and just spend an enormous amount to go get him. So, I'm not willing to do that if I can't get him for, let's say, a first and a second round pick, which I think is pretty fair at this point. I'd rather go chase other assets for less. Uh, someone like James Conner, who's been getting a ton of or a ton of the work out in Arizona, Arizona has been a Sneaky good team has been competitive in every game they've played. Pulled off the upset win against Dallas this past weekend. And I did actually make a trade for Devon A. Chan. Thanks to Nate's help. I bought yesterday for the cost of Marquise Brown and Kyron Williams. It was tough to say goodbye to Kyron Williams, but, you know, had to diversify a little bit. My first share of Devon A. Chan, but I'm saying buy with caution. Don't spend the farm to go get them. I'm willing to explore, but I know I know there's fantasy managers out there who will be reasonable about this and won't say, well, oh, now he's going to score 50 points a game every game. Now you owe me four first-round picks for him. He's RB1, whatever the case is. What you know, People can be unreasonable. Um, but I do think there are some out there who are going to just want to get off of him because either they don't believe in the consistent talent to come, which I do have some concerns with how consistent he is, but he's also my running back five on that that roster I just brought up and made this trade on. If he's not going to be somebody who's you have to extremely rely on week-to-week, week, not your running back one, not your running back two, very interested in going to acquire. If he's going to be a flex piece especially. It's kind of what I want to look for out of my flex sometimes too is somebody who might have a 40-point game or a 30-point game and kind of help me get over the hump that week. Either way, buying with caution, not avoiding, not holding, not selling. Hold them if you got them. You may as well unless you're – You know, trying to really just re engineer your roster, or you have a lot of running back depth, maybe. But either way, Mike, I want to hear your thoughts. If you have anything else to add, Uh, Mike or Nate and I have ran through it. But
0: I do want to say that I love this trade that you made. You took guys who could be considered declining assets because Marquise Brown, we, you know, although the Cardinals have been sneaky good, Jonathan Gannon is their head coach. Therefore, at the end of the season, they will be bad. And Kyron Williams is a guy who, now that he is the full fledged starter, could get figured out. We've seen this happen before. Mediocre showing against the Bengals. Love that trade, but I'm holding. Okay. And like I mentioned before, he looked good. The Broncos are not as good as we expected them to be with Sean Payton as the head coach. So that's what it is. This could have all been a mirage, too. It very well could have. We've seen this happen with this system, the Mike McDaniels, Kyle Shanahan system, slash Mike Shanahan system going back in the day, which was a Wednesday, by the way. He did play more. You know, he got a lot of run because they were up so big. Savannah Med was out. Nate, you forgot to crap all over him earlier. Don't you dare yeah. do it now. Savannah is my boy. I'm
1: not scared the of The fact
0: of the matter is if I got him, I'm going to hold him. I don't want to sell him because you've seen how fluid the running back uh, position could be. I also do not like buying running backs in season unless I have to. I also do not like buying running backs after a monster game because you were just overpaying. I would try to look elsewhere, but you know, if you have to go after somebody, and if I could get a trade like uh, Bob got, Marquise Brown, and Kyron Williams, I'll pull the trigger on
1: that a yeah. thousand times out of a thousand Now, now Mike, in our Patreon, um, just, just before this week, in, in one of our channels, someone was asking, I believe it might have been a Goldie, because the Goldies have a special channel that maybe everyone doesn't know about, but they have a special channel for just the Goldies. Hit so that $10 it, tier. Yeah, that $10 tier is nice. And, um, you know, someone was making a trade, and in the trade that they were getting, in the package deal that they were getting, they were offered either Roshan Johnson or Devon Achan. E. Achan e. at the time, but now Achan. E. And he he was like, well, which one do I choose? And I said, naturally, Devon Achan. E. And look how that worked out. So join the Patreon. Success
0: story right there. Patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. Sign up for a whole year. Your wife will be happy that you saved a little bit of money. And then you could tell her exactly what you're planning on doing with both Cam Akers and Alexander Madison. One guy, we said uh, Nate likes to say, is an athlete playing running back. And the other guy sucks without Dalvin Cook there. So, (laughs) Nate, buying, selling, holding, or I feel like this might be a consensus
1: avoid situation, but state your case. I am avoiding at all costs. Um, I, I think I've done a good job of avoiding these guys for basically their entire career. So I don't have anywhere to sell. I don't have anywhere to hold. I do, unfortunately, have one Madison share that I've just been stuck with for a long time and was excited because he was my RB1 on a terrible team. Um, but, you know, even even when I was giving him an opportunity, he couldn't pull through. So I, I'm, I'm continuing to avoid Um, I think it's a messy backfield with not a lot of opportunity, not a lot of volume, not a lot of production is going to come out of there. You know, they have to throw the ball. Their defense is not good in Minnesota. So they're going to be throwing the ball a lot no matter what. Um, None of these guys are going to take over backfield. They're committee backs naturally. So they're probably both better off now that they're together um, and able to share that role. But I don't think you're getting anything more than like, you know, an average of eight fantasy points a game. From either one of these guys, you know, I don't think they're going to be vaulting themselves as the lead role in that Miami, uh, Minnesota Vikings offense. And I don't think that lead role is very uh, important right now, to be honest, with how their offense plays. yeah,
0: This is a move I think is better for real football than for fantasy football. Bob, what are your thoughts here on this running back, I guess, situation? We could call it because I'm trying to keep it PG, so I can't call it what I want. But what do you
2: think here? What are you doing? I don't have any shares to sell, but sell if you can, avoid if you don't have them. Just get me away from these two. Uh, Now you have a great opportunity to sell some acres or sell on the acres hype that has, even though he was bought for practically nothing, about as little as you can spend when it comes to acquiring a player in the NFL get away from him if you can some recent trades for acres per DLF trade finder acre for Demario Douglas and a 24 second acres for Isaiah Pacheco and a 24 second acres for a 24 third. I take the second straight up. You get a bonus Absolutely. player for fun. Uh, Pacheco, probably another guy I'm, might look to sell at some point in the season when, you know, Clyde Edwards, lair inevitably gets hurt. Um, sorry, more than likely going to happen, but, if I can't get somebody like that, I'll settle for a couple of thirds. Maybe Michael Wilson, somebody in that you know similar uh, value spectrum. Just take this hype of Acres being in a new situation and wash your hands of it, because yep. I think it's just been shown more than anything that Acres is not the guy. By you know the fact that Kyron was decided to be the running back one out in LA. And, you know, I know not everybody liked Kyron as much as I did on this channel, but that should tell you all you need to know about Cam Akers, mm-hmm. that Cam Akers is just not a very good player. And he might get some run in this offense, all puns intended, but I'm out. See you later. Get him off your roster if you can. With Madison, if there's anything to sell, to salvage, I'm willing to do that too. If you somehow lucked, lucked into the pair and you can move them for a combined second for both of them, yeah. More than happy to do so These are just two guys that just have not panned out in this Or Madison has not panned out in this offense Acres hasn't really panned out in the NFL mm. Mike, your thoughts?
0: I'm avoiding I have one Cam Akers Um, It's in that four-man rookie league that we do Me, Nate, Chev, and Pork So I know nobody is going to be trading for him no. in that league But look, the fact of the matter is That league was created for the four of us to just showcase We're picking our guys, seeing who can do the best Okay, and I don't have him anywhere else. So that should tell you something about Cam Akers. I'm avoiding, I'm avoiding Alexander Madison because as I've stressed before on this channel, every time Alexander Madison has to be the guy, he can't be the guy. He's better as a backup, he's efficient as a backup. He was a great zero RB target if you could get him late, but now he's not even a good zero RB target. I don't want anything to do with these guys. The thing that stinks is I was advocating for cam makers in the off season because he was affordable. I thought he could be something in Los Angeles. I was wrong. Taking the big L there, avoiding at all costs. Nate, if you want to trade for cam makers in that league, by all means.
1: I don't think I will. I'm, I'm sorry. He's
0: on Mike. the block. <laughs> he is on the block. And I'll tell you what, take a spin around the block while you hear from our sponsors. September is here, and I want to take a second to talk about self-care. When it comes to making an impression, proper grooming is essential to looking and feeling your best when you walk into a room. That's why the sponsor of today's show, Manscaped, are committed to helping men around the world walk and talk with some swagger this season with the best grooming tools on the market. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and enjoy this offer. 20% off plus free shipping with the code DynastyRewind at Manscaped.com. Don't neglect your beautiful self and get right to summer Earth Manscaped. For the sleekest version of yourself, Manscaped has you covered from head to toe, starting with the brand new Beard Hedge trimmer. With one guard and 20 adjustable lengths, this device is the perfect travel companion fit to take care of your mane wherever you are. Next in line, who can forget about their signature performance package 4.0? Included in this ultimate grooming bundle is the star of the show, Lawnmower 4.0 equipped with skin safe technology to minimize nicks and cuts in all your sensitive areas. Also, included is a crop preserver groin deodorant and crop reviver groin spray. I can tell you from experience, this has taken my confidence in the bedroom to a whole new level. Want something you don't mind showing that special someone in your life? Look no further than Manscaped Boxers 2.0. These are without. without. Out of doubt, the best boxers for men of all ages. I can confidently say I'll never go back to cotton boxer breeks after wearing these. So once again, Manscaped supports the Dynasty Rewind so much, they provided an exclusive offer for our listeners. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code DynastyRewind at Manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use the code DynastyRewind. Feel like yourself again and take charge of your life with Manscaped. All right, welcome back everyone. So let's get into our next massive disappointment of the season. Steelers running back Najee Harris saying that he started the season slow is definitely not up to par. He's been outscored the season by Jalen Warren, you know, but that is in part due to his involvement in the receiving game. Jalen Warren, that is nevertheless. What are we got? What are we going to do with Najee Harris here? He's killing me. I actually benched him this past week, um, and it worked yeah. out for me. I still lost that matchup, but I did get. Uh, more points. I ended up benching Najee Harris. I moved somebody up to the running back spot. And then I put Sam Laporta in the nice. flex spot instead of Najee Harris. Mm. These are the moves that you have to make. Do we believe in Najee's talent enough to buy low? Is there enough to value to gain by selling now? Are we just holding on? Are we avoiding? What are we doing, Nate? Let's start with you. The hated Pittsburgh Steelers by your Ravens. What do you do with Najee Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm actually I'm I'm holding on to Najee still. Um you know and and I've you know, I was someone that hyped him up this offseason. I've been balled in, you know, just as much as any of you guys. I'm um, in Najee. I have him across a lot of leagues. So I'm certainly a little biased. But we've seen the talent. We've seen the talent before. And while I don't think he's an explosive back at this point, and he's not going to be a top five running back, he's still getting the volume um, despite the inefficiencies. And a lot of these inefficiencies, you know, are, are in large part to the Steelers' offensive line. You know, they have a very low – um expected rush yardage like it's and they have I think it's like a couple yards after contact as a team like this team gets contacted in the backfield all the time they lose yardage all the time um it's not a inducive environment for a running back now Najee Harris unfortunately doesn't have the explosiveness to overcome that but he gets the volume That offense looked better this past week. He's going to continue to get the volume. The touchdowns will come. I don't know if he has the upside that I was hoping for, if this offense as a whole doesn't have the upside, but I still believe that Najee Harris will be a pretty solid RB2 rest of season and someone I can rely on once he gets, once that offense gets back into the swing of things. Um, So I'm holding on to him right now, not dedicated enough to go out and buy him, but not, Scared enough to sell him at this point. so holding on.
0: My hope is Matt Canada gets
1: fired. That is what I've been waiting for. and oh, I talked about it all help. off season. I thought actually at one point, I thought he had already been fired because it made so much sense.
0: And my hope is that Mike Sullivan, the Steelers quarterback coach, takes over. I don't know who Mike Sullivan is. I just looked up the Pittsburgh Steelers coaching staff. I know a lot of times that quarterback coaches take over when offensive coordinators get fired. So Mike Sullivan, I'm rooting for you. My dude. And, uh, Let's as, get Kenny as long Pickett. as it's not
2: the defensive coordinator, that's all that matters.
0: <laughs> Let's get Kenny Pickett screening it to Najee Harris. Bob, what are you doing with Najee? We all advocated for him. Making us look like idiots here. Yeah. Do I need to fly you to Pittsburgh to fight Najee Harris?
2: No, I'm I'm good. Me and Naji are on good terms. Good. Um you, know. you should absolutely hold Naji Harris if you have him since you can't sell him for anything. If you could somehow move him for anything worthwhile at this point, I'm much more open to looking into it, but I just I don't think you're getting anything exciting yeah. and likely avoid if you don't have him. Avoid him if you don't have him. You know, talking about this rough situation he's facing. So some of these stats, per player profile, are currently facing the fourth most average defenders in the box for all running backs in the league currently facing the most stacked fronts of any running back in the league, has the 57th quote-unquote best run block rating of the line in front of him for a running back in the league per PFF. Moving over to another one, the Steelers are the worst graded overall offense in the league and the fourth worst overall run block grade. Matt Canada strikes again. He's striking hard. Defenses can absolutely sell out to beat the run and force the Steelers to beat him through the air. This offense is super bland. We talked about it last season. This past week was a little better against a you know not great Raiders defense, yeah. and it was Najee's best week as well in terms of being involved. He had the most opportunities he's had all season. I will say they do face one of the worst run defenses next weekend in Houston. This could lead to a better selling opportunity next week. People might think, oh, Najee's back in it. Maybe you might get some better offers, but as long as Mac as long as this is Matt Canada's offense, Najee will suffer and the main point I have here is I just don't believe this is all Najee's fault. You look at his rookie season. He was you and you go to player profiler elite in most metrics uh, and in efficiency, opportunity, all of the things. And this offense is just absolutely tanked under Matt Canada. And I don't, I don't think it's a purely a Kenny Pickett issue. I think, you know, Pickett's arm isn't great. He's not an elite passer by any stretch of the imagination. He's a fine player. But until this offense gets a little more inventive, yeah, and I don't just—I just don't think that's possible under Matt Canada. I hate ripping offensive coordinators. You know, I know they're doing their best out there to provide for their families and whatnot. But at this point, you just have to take the situation for what it is, and it's not a good one. Mike, your thoughts? So I'm
0: changing my mind on Mike Sullivan. Um, he was the offensive <laughs> coordinator for the Giants when Ben McAdoo was the head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe. Um, What's Jason Garrett up to? I guess um, <laughs> might be okay. I'd be better than I prefer worse. I guess.
1: I'm yeah, sure. Why
0: not? I'm holding Najee Harris. I can't sell the guy right now. Like Bob said, you're not going to get what he's actually worth. And I want to see what he does against Houston too. I'm probably going to insert him back into the lineup where I took him out last week and see what happens. I think you know, hopefully. Matt Canada can figure it out and turn it around, although the memes about Matt Canada's offense have been fantastic. So if they're bad again, I would gladly enjoy it. Um, <laughs> I believe in the talent. I just have to hope that Pittsburgh can turn it around. And, guys, I understand that Jalen Warren hasn't scored him. Jalen Warren is not better than Najee Harris. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Just He's saying. Not. But let's play a game. Do you guys want to play a game? I love game. games. Okay, great. Hold on. No, this is a fun one. Okay. I was supposed to mark down a timestamp before. And I didn't. Yeah, I did. Guys, I'm having a rough day. I'm sorry. <laughs> forgive me. Let's talk about some buying, some selling, some holding and avoiding. I'm all over the place. And let's talk about some running backs here with Alvin Kamara, Jonathan Ooh. Taylor, Saquon Barkley, and Austin Eckler. So all these guys are on the mend. They're healing up or a suspension. All these guys are running backs that are capable of elite fantasy production because we've seen it with all of these guys without question. So this is tough, but sometimes you have these decisions in your leagues. We're buying one, selling one, holding one, and avoiding one.
1: Nate, go. All right. Well, I'll be honest. This was kind of difficult. So this good on tough. you, Bob. It's a tough one, Bob. Um, And it was difficult because I kind of, kind of like all of these guys be honest i mean who doesn't they score points so that's the hard part um but the buy was the easy part because the buy is alvin kamara and it's he's the cheapest of the four and he is going to give you similar production rest of season uh, Jamal Williams is on the IR. Kendra Miller struggled with injuries to start the season, so he's a little behind on his track as a rookie. Uh, I believe he had nine attempts for about 35 yards this past week, so uh, nothing special there yet. I do like Kendrick Miller long-term, but he's not going to be a guy who's taking over that backfield this season, not while Alvin Kamara's there. Coming off fresh, hasn't played a game yet this season. He's going to have fresh legs. Um, and now with Derek Carr injured, even more reason to go after um, Alvin Kamara. We've seen him work with Jameis Winston before. Um, they're going to focus their offense through Alvin Kamara until they get Derek Carr back most likely. Though We've seen Jameis Winston sling it, but I don't think they want to throw a bunch of interceptions around. So uh, I think we're going to be seeing a lot of Alvin Kamara very quickly. So very excited to go get him. I think you can get him for a second round pick uh, quite easily. Uh, Maybe you can tear up from a a younger running back. Uh, Maybe just do a straight swap there. Uh, Give someone with some longevity. But – Moving on from the Alvin Kamara that we all want to go get if you're a contending team, I'm selling Austin Eckler because I think I can get a lot of value for him right now because I'm going to make some whispers about, hey, Mike Williams is out. They need to throw the ball to someone. You know, Keenan Allen, they got him, but Austin Eckler's coming back. They got to put the offense around him. I like the sound of that, but they got a different offensive coordinator this year. You know, Kellen Moore's there. Um, It's not the same Lombardi offense that we've seen Kamara excel in. We've seen Eckler Excel in. I don't think the receiving work is going to go to Eckler as much as it would have in the past with Mike Williams out. I think they are going to, you know, let Quentin Johnson do his thing out there, Josh Palmer do his thing. So with Eckler coming back, I still think he'll be productive, but not quite as productive um, through the receiving game as we've seen before at times. Um, So willing to sell him right now, holding on to Jonathan Taylor. I don't really have too much more to say that because Jonathan Taylor is a great running back still. Nothing has changed about Jonathan Taylor being a great running back except for some off-the-field stuff. Once he gets back on the field, we're happy about it. We've seen how Zach Moss has played the last two games. If Jonathan Taylor gets that same opportunity. you know We're going to be very happy to have him back. He's still a value right now. You can go acquire him probably for a single first. Uh, managers are really uh, off of Jonathan Taylor. They're a little bit worried about the ankle still as well with the off-the-field stuff. Take advantage of that. He's coming back strong. And then I guess that leaves me with avoiding Saquon Barkley. I'm kind of avoiding the New York Giants offense as a whole um, all the time, except for Saquon. So I'm just going to go ahead and add him to the list now. You know, I love Saquon, but that offense just isn't great.
0: Yeah, I get it, especially not in week one. Bob, buying, selling, holding, avoiding, what do
2: you got? So contrary to Nate's pick of avoiding Saquon Barkley, I'm actually buying Saquon Barkley reason being provides arguably the most short and long term upside has been a back that has not saying that Taylor doesn't but has performed as a top five running back multiple times over the course of the year and his injury makes him further accessible, you might have to wait on him coming back and being healthy. That is one question, but that's what makes him accessible. That's what makes him able to be had for the cost of, you know, a functional running back like Joe Mixon and a first-round pick, you know, finding a way to tear off of Barkley or actually, I guess, tear up to Barkley by using a functional running back and a first-round pick. I get a little younger. I get a little better, in my opinion. I still believe in the talent of Saquon Barkley. He's what makes that offense run, and if that offense has any chance, they have to make Saquon Barkley a fixture in it like they did last year, continue to build off that. I'm looking to sell. Alvin Kamara. And now reason being is because I believe he's the easiest running back to sell right now, being that running backs are premium running backs are getting injured, tearing their ACLs, MCLs, Achilles, whatever the case may be. He's healthy, fresh off the suspension. As of now, the only running back currently expected to play in week four. As of this recording, there's an argument for holding to sell later since his value will likely increase once he's on the field and showing people that he's a good player. I'm chasing a late first worth of value at this point, whether it ends up as a second and another worthwhile piece is fine by me. I might not get that first. Like we discussed with a previous video might be worth a first, but you might not get that. You might have to get that in more quantity, a larger quantity of pieces that are a little lesser valued, but Selling Kamara for that reason. I'm holding Austin Eckler because, I, a, I think he's a tough buy sell with the, quote-unquote, age and injury combo that he's dealing with was still very productive week one despite his, quote-unquote, age. And he's a fixture in this offense. And I, I do think he's going to be more relied on with Mike Williams out. You know, you have to rely on your studs. I don't believe that you can put a ton of faith into Quentin Johnson right off the rip because I do believe he's a raw player. I think he needs to get a lot sorted. I just – I – I failed to believe that he's going to get the run or get slotted into a larger role right off the rip. I think Josh Palmer gets work, but when you need explosiveness on this team, you look at Austin Eckler as your main piece. Keenan Allen can be plenty explosive too. Mike Williams kind of was that guy when he needed a big pop play, but Austin Eckler is a guy that you look to to get work done on the ground. As we've seen, Josh Kelly absolutely just ride the struggle bus since Austin Eckler's been out. And I'm going to go ahead and avoid Jonathan Taylor for the reason being that there's just a lot up in the air with the situation. I don't want to invest. I don't really want to sell if I have them, but I'm avoiding if I don't have them, you know, when is he going to be back? If he's going to be back with this team, does he need, he does need to play six games to qualify for free agency next year. So I am, he has to be back at some point. I'd imagine. Does he get traded? Does he play well with the system right away after missing all offseason with complications due to an injury and holding out from the team? There's an argument to be made that he's absolutely a value right now, but, there's more mess here than I want to deal with at the end of the day. And given the cost it likely likely takes to acquire him, I think some managers, you know, you look at the value gauge of things, where people are at and their willingness to move off of Jonathan Taylor and seeing that now it's only about a week and a half away from when they can put Jonathan Taylor possibly into a lineup if he's back. You know, there's not as much incentive to move him now as yeah. there was at the beginning of the season or when, you know, J.K. Dobbins went down or when Nick Chubb went down, whatever the case is, if they needed to, uh, you know, su- uh, supplement production. So I'm avoiding Jonathan Taylor because of just all of the mess that's up in the air. And I do think that we have to, you know, this injury, we forget, you know, miss the tail end of last year. There was an incentive to come back either. It did have a January surgery anyway. And there were some complications with that over the course of the offseason that I think people needed to take into consideration that until – for me, until I see him back, I'm going to have trouble instilling faith that he's still that dude. Because when he played last year, he wasn't that great either. He was playing mostly banged up for the season for what it's worth. That's why I'm avoiding Jonathan Taylor holding Austin Eckler, buying Saquon, selling Al Kamara. Mike, what are you doing with your picks? So for me, I'm doing this mostly value based. I don't again,
0: I don't like to buy running backs in season. Like I said on the last pod at some point. But I am going to buy Alvin Kamara coming off that suspension. You know, look, we all like uh Kendra Miller, but it's going to take some time. And who is the other guy? Tony Jones or whatever it was? Did he Tony do anything? Tony
1: Jones Jr., man. Watch out, Did he do man. anything
0: last week? I don't even know. No. Did not get a chance to check. I was very Derek busy this past weekend. Since, you know, hey, they're hanging in there. I don't know what it's going to look like without Derek Carr there. Well, Jameis Winston's coming in. Jameis Winston revenge game. Um, you know, I'd throw a 24 second out there to see if i get Kamara. I wouldn't want to pay any first for him right now. Got a running back pushing 30 years old. He's 28. I'm going to sell Saquon Barkley. Banged up, and the Giants are a mess. I don't know how viable he's going to be with this team. I think in order to see the best version of Saquon Barkley, he needs to be wearing another uniform. The Giants need much more than what Saquon Barkley can give them, what he alone can give them. They need wide receivers. They need people that could block for the quarterback that they just paid a ton of money to. Yep. So I'll take a first for him. I don't know if I could get a first for Saquon Barkley right now. You can yeah. do multiple seconds. Yeah, you can do a tear down running back, stuff like that. You know, guys, you'll consider get plus assets like mixing. Maybe you got like Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson is playing really good right now. You can get a ton more assets on top of him maybe even as in Isaiah Pacheco, although Bob, like you had mentioned before, um, he's a guy that you'd be looking to sell when Clyde Edwards and gets hurt. The Kansas City Chiefs running back situation might be one you want to stay away from overall because they mix it up a little bit. I'm going to hold Jonathan Taylor, and I'll tell you why. I'm really excited to see that offense at full strength. Anthony Richardson back, Jonathan Taylor in a Shane Steichen system. I want to see it. I want to see it. I'm holding on. If you drafted Jonathan Taylor, he was the 101 like Saquon Barkley. If you traded for Jonathan Taylor, you paid a king ransom. That's why I'm avoiding Austin Eckler. He's too expensive. He's hurt. Again, he gets banged up a lot. That is why I am avoiding Austin Eckler, although I do like him. And, Nate, I have him in open to suggestions. So if you want to buy him, go ahead.
1: I had him as a sell, but sure.
0: But, I mean, but the offer's out there. All right. I'll send over a third. <laughs> By the way, Bob, I did receive your trade offer. I just do not want to trade Sam LaPorta. so. Sorry.
2: What if I gave you all of my fab? <laughs>
0: well, something's moving. i send it I right now. And it's not the needle on moving Sam LaPorta. Oh, man. So that's who we are buying, selling, holding, avoiding. Thank you for listening, everybody. And we will see you next time. until next time, everybody. For my faithful co hosts, Shev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. But thank you for listening.